Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. This is still the Donecast with Evan Jacobs. You and I wrote a script called. You seriously look a hundred. You look a hundred and forty years old on Instagram, and you look twelve on a Zoom meeting. I have no <laughs> idea what you're doing. What filter? Do you have like a Samsung? Do you do you have a Samsung phone? <laughs> no, I haven't. No, I just got the iPhone twelve. Yesterday. Okay, just I, well, what did you have? Today. I know, but what did you have before that? I, I had an iPhone. Okay, just making I, sure. I, 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 I Wipe the lens. It's smudgy or something. Or you have an old man filter. You literally, you look so okay, vibrant wait, right wait. now. Okay, wait. I need to show you something. So we wrote unleaded. People, by the way, and people have no idea how annoying it was to be in a van with me and you driving this. People. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wrote, we, we wrote unleaded. Yes. And remember the issue that we had with the discs. Yes. The, the floppy. Yes. Dude, Darren, this is Final Draft 1. Oh, my god. The goodness. original discs. And I came up to you. I drove all the way up. And I, 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 all I brought was a disc. And I said, Darren, we're going to – here's our letter. We put it in your computer. And it wouldn't turn – it wouldn't open. It wouldn't open. And you were like – you were like, wait, isn't everything talking to each other? This was in 1996. Isn't right. it everything talking to each other nowadays? <laughs> And then, and then, for the longest time, you couldn't get that script open. No, I remember. And you were like, you were like, you had investors that wanted to see the script, yes. and you're like, is there any way we can? Do you know who was attached? Do you know who was attached? Do you know who was attached at that point? Was Idris Elba? Idris oh, Elba no, no, was Darren, attached, right? This was way before. Was it Idris way before Elba. Idris? Okay. This, this was. Like, like. Oh, were, yeah. Like, this I, I was... hadn't even gotten on the warp tour yet. That's I hadn't right. gotten on the warp tour yet, and you couldn't get it. And we, and we were, and we, and we were having a tough time. And and eventually we did it. Eventually, obviously, because because oh, you made the uh, because you made the movie. Um, what else did I? What else did I want to tell you? Um, I will look because I think I should have surviving in today's world. I I, I should have that somewhere. I as a as a as a file. That is look. That's 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 Darren Doan, Evan Jacobs, and Ken Dario. That script is still one of the funniest things, dude. Like that script. I mean, I get. I get. It's the only up thing. And the teacher shoots up the class. The teacher shoots up the class. Kills everybody. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, the opening, like the first right. two pages. Or, or does he? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, exactly. We don't. But I mean, but like. 
Like, I still think about that. I don't, like, I still think, man, I still think Michael Madsen as the teacher is still perfectly casted. I still think it, it, it works in there. And if you got, um, oh, could, 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 could you, oh, you're going to pull my back in movie making. But could you imagine having Michael Madsen as the teacher and then getting, um, what's his name? Who's, who's Spider-Man now? Tom Holland. Imagine oh, Tom dude. Holland. Yeah, yeah. No, not Toby. Come on, old school. But Tom Holland. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> Come on, Toby. He'll always be Toby Maguire to you. I know. No, no, dude. Come on. I'm an I'm an Andrew Garfield guy. I'm gonna. I'm dying on that hill. Are you are are you on the um are you on the Disney Plus app? Are you watching stuff? Are you watch? Are you are you a Marvel guy? I love I love Marvel. I love all that stuff. But 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 I am I am Netflix. Right. I get I get Hulu because I get it through like Sprint. I'm part of the AMC movie club, so I get to go to the movies three times. Um, and as soon as the COVID restrictions lifted, I was the first guy at the movies. But Darren, I gotta be honest with you, I am very in the antenna TV. Literally just put it on, and I'm talking 99 cent store antenna, plug it in, you get all of your channels. But here's one thing we need to talk about. Are there any films such as this, like, are you like I know that you have distribution through that one company that is doing a lot like they're doing like a lot of your documentaries yes. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like where does this stand? Can you do anything with this or no? I think I could because the contract was a fifteen year contract. So I guess technically oh, okay. you know, although I may have been upset at some point and written them a letter and said just keep it. I probably did something dumb like that. I think I wrote that you, to the attorney. You getting upset at an executive and yelling at them and then sort of realizing, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't have done that? I know, right? I mean, which is why I really love that there's no more gatekeepers because I just, like, I don't, I'm not a good fit for people, right? So it's like if I just do it well, myself, right? No, no, you're a, you are a great fit if you have someone who appreciates what they have in front of them. But if sure. they have, if you get the wrong person, or if you get the person that that doesn't appreciate the <laughs> me, they are getting me for all that I am, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. But if they don't know, but like, 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 you really do, like, like, you bring a level of. What did this guy say? This guy said this, and he wrote it about you after God Money played that huge screening that um, it was right before the movie almost came out, and this guy said that Darren Doan um, believes he can take over the world. And by the time you're done talking with him, you'll believe you can take over the world too. This was 1997. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so well, you didn't think I remember that. No, 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 and, and only you would. I mean, and I think that's what I've tried to channel now is not the not this vibrato to take over the world. Now, now what I'm doing is I'm saying, well, okay, take over the world with your phone. You know, the, in the old days, you had to prove to everyone that, that, that you could hang with everybody. You could network with everybody. You could roll with everybody. Now I just take that energy from a business standpoint and I say, okay, create 10 things today, communicate 10 things today. Bring that to my clients. Bring like, like if I think I'm so big and bad and I can take over the world, we just got handed this device with four billion people and a hundred different ways to distribute and connect and talk. Okay, I'm gonna go do it that way. The the old way was you had to you had to man up 
and prove right. you could hang with everybody and kind of be feared. You had to be feared a little bit, you know. And more than that, I love because I don't have any more identity as as a filmmaker, which is why I'm not doing feature films anymore. I just love creating now, especially in a culture that I think has opened up a whole other lane for experiencing things. Like I can't wait for you to see my film Hard Knocks Life. Hard Knocks Life is kind of oh, like I can't. Yeah, there's like six up. Like when is that? Like like that? Yeah, dude, I love. I, see that? Like 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 a lot. I don't think there was a category for it five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. Honestly, probably. 40 years ago, there was more of a category with like cinema and indie and Italian cinema and French cinema. Like, but now I think there is because we, we as a people now are much more um, open for kind of moment experiential driven art and story, you know? And so for me, it's like, I don't know if, if Malik really loved his family and kids, he'd be making Hard Knocks Life. You know what I mean? Like right. if Harmony Corinne really wanted to be normal and actually see the, the psychoticness of normalcy, like that's all I'm doing with Hard Knocks Life. Um, and so I can't, I can't wait for you to, to see Hard Knocks Life, man. I just think it's, again, it's, it's, it's all that stuff I love. But so I'm just, now I channel all that energy into and also encouraging other people to be like, you know, I'll never forget. I think we've talked about this. And maybe I'll, I'll end with this. You've ended. I'll end with this. I'll never forget the, in the early 90s an interview with Coppola. I want to say Charlie Rose did the interview, but I'm not sure. And you probably couldn't even say this today because it wouldn't be PC. But Charlie Rose asked him about the future of cinema. And Coppola said, with video cameras now showing up, he says, he said, Finally, the overweight girl in Kansas is going to be able to tell her story and make the movie she wants to make that would never get funded, would never be greenlit by anyone in Hollywood. And that's still, when I heard him say that, I'm, I'm still living off of the fumes of that statement, but because I'm hopeful, because I don't think we saw the revolution that should have come when digital cameras showed up. I don't think... Oh, like, you mean like the DP? Like, like those, yeah, 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 yeah. It? Well, because, Darren, but there was still the gatekeeper thing. Remember all the things you and I were told that we couldn't do? You can't make video and film. You can't, oh, wait, you can't make a documentary and have it be staged. That's all the people watch now. Right, right, right. Well, and that was... And I think Danny Boyle single-handedly checked every box of what people said couldn't be done. You know, right, like, right. like, and that's why I love Danny Boyle. I mean, he shot 28 Days Later on a video camcorder, you know? Yep. Um, I saw it in the theater. The worst-looking thing I've ever seen projected. It was the other, and it looks great on TV, but that thing projected was ugly. Like, oh, you couldn't believe it. And I looked in the theater, and no one cared. I was right. like... What? So, but when video cameras showed up and digital showed up, did the next Tarantino show up? No, never happened. Just really strange to me that it didn't happen. (laughs) 